Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Hotter Than Health, episode 29. This is a podcast focusing on fitness, nutrition, health, overall healthy lifestyles, and of course, your morning conference call. And if you don't know what your conference call is, then you will soon. So my name is Eliza Gelman. I'm the creator of Hotter Than Health, also um, the founder of Eliza G Fitness, the one and only. So if you guys haven't followed us on Instagram yet, it's at Eliza G underscore fitness, E-L-I-Z-A underscore fitness. Awesome. So just wanted to say a quick thank you for everyone who has continued to listen. Thanks for bearing with me last week. I, uh, If you follow me on Instagram or social media, then you saw that I genuinely, this is just last week, I have never been so burnt out on both ends. It was not pretty. I was doing my very best, but I was in the ground and I just, I wasn't taking care of myself and I did not prioritize the podcast last week like I should have, but not happening again this week. I'm feeling so much better. Um, my voice is still kind of gone, but my energy is totally fine. It's just allergies. I'm a little stopped up. I've been having the most satisfying nose blows. It's been great. And y'all know that feeling when like you have one, you're like, oh man, I kind of got to blow my nose. And then you start to blow your nose and it is just, I mean, the napkin's heavy after heavy afterwards, like wet. And it's, sorry, I know that's gross, but it's so satisfying. I know you guys have all been there. I just got the balls to say it. So either way, thanks for bearing with me, and I am so excited for this week's podcast. Um, Before we jump into anything, and don't skip ahead because this is important, guys. So in order to grow the podcast, obviously, we need some good search engine optimization, and what's better for that than some reviews, right? So if you have not yet gone on to iTunes, then please do go on, leave an actual review. That would be so incredible. Let me know what you like about the podcast. You can just say, hey, what's up? Tag your friends in the comment if you want to. I don't know if think you can do that, but you know, write your name, write your social media Instagram handle. I'll follow you and we can chat and say what's up. Um, but definitely always trying to build the reviews. Would love any type of reviews you guys left. Feedback is great. Um, tips are great. And also for you guys who have, thank you so, so much. I read them all the time and I'm obsessed with them and you guys are the best. So Either way, we can jump right into it. Hope you guys have been having an awesome week. It is hump day and had a great workout this morning, had a really beautiful meeting after work, um, had a matcha latte that was a little bitter for my taste. Usually I like them a little more frothy, but what are you going to do? I got my caffeine. Um, 
which actually is appropriate for today's topic and I think also appropriate for just kind of this time of year. So we're going to talk about two things today. I don't want to bring up too, too many topics because I do feel like these two are pretty important. So I really just want to hammer these in. So first topic I do want to talk about is weaning off of caffeine. So let's start here. Caffeine is a stimulant, right? I won't go too much into what caffeine actually is, but there are different types of caffeine. There is coffee. There's cacao, which is, you know, in dark chocolate that can be caffeinated. There is green tea. There's black tea, which actually fun fact about black tea and green tea. It's actually from the same leaf. A green leaf, a green tea is just picked sooner than a black tea. So you're drinking the same shit. It's just a you know, aged a little bit differently. Cool, right? Either way, um, you know, there's caffeine in tons of processed pre-workouts. There's natural caffeine. There's things like ginseng. There are natural stimulants that get your, you know, lower intestine flowing as well. So, you know, there are lots of different things that we're talking about, but I just want to focus specifically on uh, drinkable caffeine, if you will. So, Typically, we think caffeine as in a cup of coffee, but um, in this day and age, that's kind of just not the case anymore for a lot of people, and especially if you're the kind of person who works really long days or you spend a lot of your day sitting down, or if you are just kind of, again, like I was last week, running, you know, just dying, basically, and... Uh, doing what you can to stay awake in a world that is already so overstimulated. Maybe you are suffering from a little bit of adrenal failure. And if you don't know what that is, it's your adrenal glands. They, again, this is not a podcast about adrenal glands right now, but um, either way, it's your hormones getting super, super fatigued to the point where they can't create that adrenaline anymore. And you're just basically drinking coffee for nothing. And it's just hitting a brick wall, hitting a brick wall. You know, this coffee isn't working anymore. Um, You know, people's bodies process coffee differently process caffeine differently, excuse me. And, you know, some people say, you've probably heard your friends say, you know, I have a cup of coffee and I am wired forever. And then other friends are like, I had a cup of black coffee in bed at 10 PM and I was asleep by 10.01. And some people just metabolize coffee a little bit differently. Some people will um, not really be able to handle it. I envy those people. I do wish that it, like it worked that well for me now. But I wanted to talk about weaning off of caffeine slightly, especially for those people that um, are drinking too much of it and they know they're drinking too much of it. They don't want to drink that much, but it's becoming more of a need in their life. So I wanted to go over a couple of quick tips. And also, I would like to give a quick shout out to um, another podcast that I listen to. It's her, her name is Kimberly Snyder. It's uh, the Feel Good Podcast, and she just did a podcast a couple weeks ago. And one of her questions was how to wean off. And honest, or maybe it wasn't her podcast. Either way, I, you know when you are thinking about something so much, and then someone else who's a little more well known starts talking about it, and you're like, "Fuck yes, I am in alignment. I am good." Like. All of what you're thinking is just validated and you feel so, so brilliant because what they are saying is completely exactly the exact same thing that you would say to them or to someone else. Um, So I'm feeling pretty good about that and I'm really excited. So let's just say you're one of those people that in the morning at home, you drink one to two cups of coffee in the morning. I would say that's the average for most humans. And if you're one of those people that's like, I don't drink any caffeine at all and I'm completely wired throughout the day and I'm totally fine. Great. 
doesn't apply to you. Maybe I can get a guarantee that you guys have friends that need to lay off the caffeine. So tell them, keep listening and tell them, and then listen to the end of the podcast for other stuff. But so, so wanted to start off. So let's say you have one to two cups of coffee in the morning at home before work. Let's hope that you're having 32 ounces of room temperature water before that. But again, that's neither here nor there. Um, a lot of people really just cannot start their day until they have that cup of coffee. Um, and then maybe by one or two o'clock, let's say that 12 to two period throughout the day, you start to feel that crash and you're like, God, I need a cup of coffee. I am so tired. And it's because we're obviously conditioned to think that caffeine is the thing that's going to stimulate us. And, and maybe it really actually will, but if we're having consistently three cups of coffee throughout the day, it's not having the same effect on us. And at that point, you're going for the habit and you're going for the ritual. And at that point, that's when we need to look inward and say, okay, actually in the morning, yes, of course I love the caffeine, but I actually just really love you know, the smell of the coffee. I like having my warm coffee in the morning. It's part of my routine. It helps me feel aligned with what I'm doing throughout the day. And if I don't have that small process, then I don't feel the same throughout the day. Um, it also could be that, you know, I really like going to Starbucks in the morning. It's kind of how I start my day or like every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I go to Starbucks and I get my red eye or I get my like tall or whatever large size uh, latte and I feel so good. And it's just like part of the experience. I just love Starbucks. It's so good. Maybe that's you. But what I have found and what I implore you to really look inward and try and find about yourself is throughout the day, when you gravitate towards these cup of co- cups of coffee, is it because you are doing everything that you can and uh, like maybe you took a walk outside to regain energy. Maybe you had a glass of water. Maybe you had a really good properly food combined meal and it was mostly plant-based and you're feeling really good, but you still have that crash. Maybe you just really didn't sleep that well the night before and you really feel like you need that cup of coffee. Maybe this is a time for us to say, okay, it's getting warmer outside. It's, it's getting to be springtime and I feel like I don't want this heavy creamy latte. Maybe I it's time for me to segue into more of a green tea or like an iced coffee or maybe a cold brew. Cause I know I'm one of those people that I only really like cold brew or iced coffees, um, in the summertime. Cause I'm a frigid person naturally. Um, so here are some tips for you. If you're one of those people that's trying to wean off of coffee. So instead of going to the grocery store and buying coffee, um, in this big container, you, let's say you go and you go into Trader Joe's and you get your natural coffee or whatever that has caffeine in it. What I want you guys to do is attempt to buy two bags of coffee. One is going to be caffeine. One is going to be decaf. You're going to mix those two. It's going to be the exact same proportions that you're pouring for yourself, but it'll be half the caffeine. You can have two cups of that still. So it'll still be around the same amount but the process will be different. It will be more effort for you. And that's one thing that genuinely you'll be able to tell, okay, it's the ritual that I really like of it. It's not so much the caffeine. And if you're not quite ready for that, maybe you're like a two or three cup of coffee person, then go for one third scoop of decaf and then the rest 
regular caffeine. That way it's not as stark of a contrast for you and you're still getting that fix of your caffeine. You're still feeling really good. That's still going to get into your adrenal glands and you're still going to get that stimulated feeling. And you're also, if you drink it to poop in the morning, which a lot of people do, it's still going to make you poop. So just relax. Okay. Um, it's still going to stimulate you. And, um, Usually what it is in the morning that stimulates you is like the heat of it anyways. So it's a stimulant and it's hot. So anyways, or if you're one of those people that knows that they, um, they're not going to do the decaf, you're crazy. I'm not doing that. Then I recommend substituting an entire cup with an actual cup of tea. Um, have your normal coffee, sip it a little bit slower, maybe put in a little bit more creamer and I'm talking healthy creamer. I'm talking like no sugar added, no bullshit, no gums, no xanthan gums or whatever. Um, put in a little bit of a little bit more creamer, make it last a little bit longer, sip it slower, maybe sip it through, um, an actual cup, not a straw. Like if you're going to Starbucks, take the straw out, sip it, maybe get extra ice or get, you know, get a large, whatever. But then on your next cup, order a green tea. That's one option. I don't think it's the favorite option. Um, and then do that for an entire week. Um, add in your decaf coffee, to the amount of regular coffee that you're having. So maybe that half and half, do that for an entire week. It might be hard in the beginning, just in the beginning, but do that for one whole week. All right. Maybe not on the weekends, you know, do whatever you want on the weekends. And then the next week, do a little bit more. So whatever amount of powder you use for decaf, maybe do half a scoop of decaf and half a scoop of caffeine, and then maybe do one fourth scoop caffeinated and then three-fourths decaf. And slowly and surely, you will be able to feel a difference in the way that your natural energy is gained. Um, You'll find that you aren't as exhausted in the middle of the day because we, I mean, yes, we want to raise our cortisol levels in the morning. You know, we're waking up. It is part of our natural hormone to actually, to wake up, be stimulated. That's how, that's how we survive as humans. If we just slept through the whole day, we'd be fucked. But we do need to control it. We want to make sure that we're not overdoing it for our hormones sake. Um, I know a lot of people that I talk to, like who I create meal plans for, my clients will call and they say, I don't know why I'm not losing weight. They are, they end up being so dehydrated. Um, their internal organs are totally dehydrated. They are, um, their hormones are all out of whack. They have adrenal fatigue and it ends up affecting their melatonin production so they're not sleeping at night. And then it's just a really vicious cycle because when you're not sleeping, you're not regular going to the bathroom. Your skin starts to dehydrate. You have all these aging effects on your body. You're not fighting diseases the way you need to be. There are Your immune system's weaker. Your gut health is weaker. Everything is weaker if you do not get your rest, okay? And it honestly, caffeine has, and this is just a side note, Um, caffeine does have a half-life. So what I mean by that, if you have a cup of coffee at 6 a.m., then it will take you about six hours to fully pro... I'm sorry. It will take you about six full hours to really process that, and then it still has a half-life. So you'll really only have processed about half of that, but typically we're so caffeinated anyways that we can't really tell. For some people, they're wired for that full 12 hours, and they're not able to fully, fully go to bed until 12 hours later. So give yourself that rule of thumb is wait about six hours. Like don't drink your coffee. Don't drink any caffeine six hours before bed, at least. 
So if you need to go to bed by 8 o'clock that night and you're having a 2 o'clock cup of coffee or green tea, then don't expect to get your full potentials night of night sleep. And that's going to go into a whole nother podcast. We don't need to go too much into it. But anyways, um, one other thing that you can do. So if you're a Starbucks kind of person, is this a tangent? Yes. So if you're a Starbucks kind of person, go into Starbucks, ask them for a, this is my order. Not kidding. I get a tall half calf with almond milk and almond milk has a little bit of sugar. I know, but it's okay. It's like three grams of sugar for a tall. And I know it's not perfect, but sometimes I like to treat myself. So sue me and order a half calf latte with no pumps of sugar, no nothing. And then they'll serve it to you. You will literally not know the difference at all. And even if you think you're going to tell the difference, get a larger size, say half calf. And then again, if you're one of those people that does that every single day, go in there order your half-calf latte or your half-calf whatever they do, and then do that for the entire week. And then the next week, they'll do one-fourth calf, one-fourth decaf, I promise. So, or you know what math I'm talking about. Lower it by one-fourth every week. That will help you wean off of it. And, and also, you know, if you're going out for coffee dates with work colleagues, or if you have to go out for lunch with work, and, or if you have meetings and there's coffee served um, or anything like that, say you're at a coffee shop, nine times out of 10, they'll let you order a tea or they'll let you order a matcha latte. And if they don't have either of those or you don't want any of those, get a decaf latte. Nobody's going to think you're a weirdo. It is fine. It tastes the exact same. And if you're, I mean, a true, true coffee snob and you're like, I live in Colombia and I, that you know everything about coffee, then I'm sorry. I can't, it's nothing is perfect, but to me, I've never tasted a difference. Sorry to get mad. I love you guys. Anyways, so that is one thing you can do. Order a matcha latte, order a decaf. And if you don't know what matcha is, it's just concentrated green tea. And yes, I know it's still caffeine, but it does have free fighting radicals. It has antioxidants. So it it does have a higher health and nutritional value. I'd rather you be drinking that. I know coffee does have a lot of antioxidants, um, a lot of anti-aging properties. However, when you're drinking too much caffeine, no matter what, it's going to fuck you. So err on the side of caution with that. Those are just a couple of ways to control your caffeine intake. Try and avoid it on the weekends if you are able to get a little bit more sleep. Avoid it six hours before your bedtime at least. Uh, My rule of thumb is I do not drink caffeine past two o'clock. I just don't do it. Um, I guess I'm really sensitive and I'm a freak about my sleep. If I don't sleep well, then I am not happy. I try and get seven or eight hours every single night. So that's what I aim to do. Um, When I go out, I get usually either a decaf latte or I'll go to Starbucks and get my half calf. And if you're more of an iced coffee kind of person, here's what you can do. If you're more of an iced coffee kind of person, go in and ask for extra ice and you can get a little bit of water in there, right? It's easy. It's easy to do. Just say, okay, then I'll have a, if you usually get a medium, then just say, okay, I'll have a small and will you put a little bit of water in it and extra ice? That way there's a little bit less coffee, but you just sip it a little slower. It'll melt down a little bit easier and that'll be all good. Um, so that is what I have to say about that. I just want to make sure that people know like it is getting to be summertime and people will be outside more. We're going to be getting that natural energy just a little bit more. We don't need to rely as heavily on these, um, on these caffeine drinks. We do not, should not be drinking these like 
bang energies or these, um, I don't even know, monster energies. I know I've got a ton of people around me who drink those kinds of drinks all the time, which is fine. Like no judgment to what they're doing, but it's not a sustainable way that I feel. I, I just feel like I'm about to watch them stick a key in it, shotgun the shit out of it, slam it against their head, throw it on the ground, and then like hulk out get ready to go. And I'm like, that's just, I can't see you doing that normally. It just doesn't seem natural. So those are my tips. I highly recommend everyone try to um, slowly, slowly, slowly decrease the amount of caffeine that they need throughout the day. Um, I know that I've never felt better. Like last week when I was sick, my body just didn't want caffeine because it knew it was going to just push my hormones. My body is brilliant and I feel very proud of it. So um, it was not craving any coffee. I had green tea a couple of times. Um, I didn't sleep that well because I was sick and I just couldn't breathe. But genuinely afterwards, I was like, I mean, I had a matcha latte. I was feeling good, but that was enough for me. I think that I'm at a point where I just want it for the ritual of it and I'll make my cup of coffee in the morning, but I mean, I'll just keep it really hot and sip it really slow and just have the one cup as opposed to the two. And then if I really, really need something throughout the middle of the day, then I'll do a green tea, a black tea, or maybe like an English breakfast tea or, um, a matcha latte. If you're in Charleston or Mount Pleasant, I know that Clean Juice has been doing a matcha latte that looks really good. They've also got them um, at Hiriali where I got them this morning. So lots of different options. And I just wanted to make sure you guys knew them. And I don't genuinely know how long that just took for me to say, probably a while. So I um, hope you guys can just kind of cliff notes what you need. Take what you need, leave what you don't, Lila's, and we're on to the next topic. Okay. So next thing I wanted to talk to you guys about, um, and it kind of is a nice little segue from what we were just talking about, which is, do you just want something for the habit of it? And habits are really important. And I heard a quote the other day that said something along the lines of, um, talent and success is lots of little successes implemented over a long period of time. And I'm reading this book right now. You guys may have heard of it. Um, Shout out Katie King. Thanks, girl, for the book. I started reading this book called Atomic Habits, and it's it's monumentally life-changing because um, I only really understand things in, like, analogies and in story form because I'm a child. So as you can probably tell with the amount of analogies that I have in here, hello, water slide. Then um, anyway, so this book, Atomic Habits, is life-changing. And it goes on to talk about this one professional cycling team. And they hired a new coach. Um, and they were going to go to the Tour de France. And they had a couple, I think they had two years to train. And this coach said, I don't want my team getting... 20% good or oh my god 20% better at riding uphill. I want them to get 1% faster clothes to wear. I want them to get 
stronger in their quads. I want them to get 1% better with their positioning. I want us to get 1% better at understanding the angles of the bike and the turning. And then I also want to make sure that we're getting 1% better at cleaning the bikes. So they did small measurable things. This coach painted the inside of their van that they kept all of their thousand dollar, I mean, these bikes that they, they ride, they're like titanium, $10,000 bikes. And you don't want these things to get fucked up. So they are, you know, this coach painted the inside of their transportation van bright white so that he could see any type of dust particles that would settle on the bikes that could potentially compromise their integrity and make them dirty, which would, you know, devalue them and make them a little less rideable. Not by a lot, but maybe by 1%. So these small incremental habits and these small incremental changes, you know, those are the big things. And, and I can just give some personal insight to this. So about three years ago, I would wake up, go to the gym, or I would have my coffee, go to the gym, say hi to my gym friends, go work out. Then I would shower at the gym, have my time, get to work by eight or whatever I needed to be at work. And that was my whole routine. And I was so, 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 so happy. And then one day I decided, okay, that's really great, but I feel like I could do a little bit more. I feel like I want to start like feeding my mind a little bit. I didn't want any of that passive time. So I started listening to podcasts and this is when I was still in Arizona. So while I was getting ready in the morning, I would get my coffee. I would do my thing, have my conference call, feeling really good. And then I would, which by the way, if you're new to the podcast, conference call equals morning dump. And I'm telling you, I'm going to trademark that. Can't wait. So they would, I would start listening to a podcast. And when I first started listening to podcasts, they were always murder stories. And yes, I know I said I wanted to like give myself more education and more knowledge and this was passive time, but I was just getting into it. Okay. So, um, like now it's all science and blah, blah, blah. But I would start off by listening to a podcast in the morning and I would get really into it. And then when I got in the car, I would turn on my trap music and then get really pumped for the gym. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I got this. And that was a small incremental change. I did that for a couple of months. I was like, I really like that. And then, so one day someone said, oh, you listen to podcasts? Like, you should listen to this one. So I started listening to some health podcast. I don't remember what it was, what it was maybe the Ritual podcast. And um, I started listening to that in the morning and I was like, wow, I'm learning so much. I feel really good. I feel like this is productive time. And after that, I started um, doing like a little morning devotional and not, it wasn't a religious one, but it was just more something along the lines of the daily stoic. Like I would look up a quote online or I would read my, um, daily horoscope and see what it was for that day. And, um, hashtag Aries. So I don't know, little incremental changes. And by the end of it, it's, it's come to all the way to today where in the morning I wake up, I do not have my phone on all throughout the night. That is a huge, huge, huge change for a lot of people. Um, I keep my phone on airplane mode when I sleep. I wake up, I do my coffee, I do my hot water with lemon in my 32 ounces of room temperature water. I do my, you know, I wash my face, I brush my teeth, then I press my coffee and all my clothes are already laid out the night before so that I don't have to think about it. I grab my bag, I change my clothes into what they're laid out to be. And a lot of people might look at it and be like, wow, she is a narc. She's crazy. She's too regimented, OCD. And honestly, I just truly believe that if you create habits, it becomes automatic. You guys probably see it on my Instagram all the time. Make your morning auto, put your morning on auto, get your coffee ready the night before. So you can just click a button in the morning, 
Put out your clothes the night before. Pack your damn bag the night before. Pack your lunch. Get your coffee cup out. Have your toothbrush ready. Little things like that. Have your slippers by your bed. You know, make your bed in the morning. And if you don't set aside some time to have a little bit of me time, then that's a whole nother conversation. And we'll get to that later. But either way, I just want you guys to really, really see that you do not have to change your entire morning, change your entire night routine tonight to feel success or to feel like you're creating a habit that's better for you. Um, This will just free up a lot of time because think of it like this. If we're spending the first 10 or 15% of our day and the last 10 or 15% of our day making decisions like, oh, you know, where's my, all my, where's all my stuff? Like, I don't know where anything is for the next day. Um, if you're in the morning and you're struggling to find shoes, you're struggling to find socks, you're struggling to find um, a clean coffee mug, or you're, you know, maybe you forgot to turn the water on and you come back out to the coffee machine, you're like, fuck, I wish it was on. Oh my God, now I'm out of time. Now I have no coffee. Now my day is ruined. Lots of those little things happen. So when you're spending your time stressing or making decisions that could have been made in advance, It frees up so much of your mental inventory. You do not need to be wasting the decision-making powers you have because you only have about, you know, you only have a small threshold of the amount of power that you have to make good decisions for yourself. So, and I know that that was not very well said or eloquent at all. However, you only have a a certain threshold of patience and quality decision-making throughout your day. So if you're wasting it on what you're going to wear that day or where your fucking shoes are, then yeah, you're probably set up for a little bit of failure. And then you're probably going to be making crappy food decisions throughout the night. You're probably going to gravitate more towards those sugary coffee beverages. You're probably not going to make the best decisions for yourself. Set yourself up for that success. Set yourself up for an automated morning and an automated evening, small incremental bits at a time. Maybe tonight you put out 32 ounces of room temperature water, like, like I've told you to every fucking day, but maybe, maybe your habit that you create this week is, um, maybe not sleeping with your phone on airplane mode quite yet, but as soon as you turn your alarm off, the first 10 minutes that you're awake, the first five minutes that you're awake, you either lay in bed and think about what you're grateful for, and then you reach for your phone. Like, think of the smallest thing you can do that you've kind of been thinking about doing, but you haven't done yet, or that you're like, I just don't have time to do this. Yeah, you do. Everyone has one minute. I'm, and if you don't, then you're not living, okay? That's just, we got to figure that out. Um, Anyways, that's my tangent on habits. I just wanted you guys to know. Um, And my one measurable tip, and then we'll recap the episode. My one measurable tip for this week is to start listening to um, maybe either another podcast that I love to listen to, and that would be the Rich Roll podcast. He just has such great interviewing talents, and he just has such patience. Him and he asks really interesting questions. His voice is really calming. He he feels like a candle. Like if a candle were a human, it would be him. And if he were an object, he would be a candle. So Rich Roll, if you're listening to this, you're my candle. You light me on fire. You're the best. And I'm inspired by you. Manifesting interview with Rich Roll. And then my other tip would be to get yourself a copy of, of course, The Daily Stoic, but get yourself a copy of The Atomic Habit. It's great. You will love it. Um, It's a really, really, really well-written book um, by a guy who is just like you and me, who just made small incremental changes and that shit added up. 
Um, again, for the caffeine, go buy yourself some decaf coffee beans and caffeine coffee beans. Mix it up. You will not tell the difference. Start to wean yourself off. Maybe get some green tea in your life. Um, but if you really want to hear the rest, then scroll back on this podcast. Either way, um, go write a review. Thank you so much for your patience. You guys are the best. I love you all. And again, this is Eliza G Fitness, Hotter Than Health. I will link my show notes. I will link my website. Um, Again, if you are still wanting to learn more about my nutrition plans and meal plans, we can set up a consultation, go over it. If you are looking to like get rid of some bloat, if you're looking to um, decrease your natural inflammation and environmental toxins, we can have a conversation and I can try and set you up with something that I think will be beneficial for you and um, answer whatever questions you guys have. So give me a call, shoot me an email. Well, don't give me a call. I'm not giving you my number, but um, shoot me an email, shoot me a DM and we can figure something out. I also have scheduling on my website at Eliza G underscore fitness on Instagram and the website is going to be in the show notes. So thanks guys. You're the best. I will talk to you next week. Bye. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money.